Welcome to the Jordan and Kristen Rickard Show. The world is falling apart, but you don't have to. Join Jordan and Kristen as they discuss the challenges that face us in our decaying world every day. God has a plan for you to have victory and to be a light in the darkness. As the Bible says, those who are wise will shine like the brightness of the heavens, and those who lead many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. Now, here's Jordan and Kristen. All right, everybody, good evening and welcome to another edition of Jordan and Kristen Pray For You. We certainly hope you guys had a great weekend. I want to talk to you today about how what is right for you and what is required of you is not always what's right for other people. And it's, it's an important message because what happens is as we grow and develop spiritually and we see what God's doing in our lives and how he wants us to live our lives, a lot of times we can look at other people also who are Christians and say, well, you know, they're not living life the way I am. They're not doing it the right way. And you got to be very careful about this because the Bible is quite clear that, yes, there are certain rules that are of universal application that are necessary for us to develop uh, spiritually and mentally and emotionally and, and grow our relationship with God and, and therefore to prosper in all things. Again, th- we should all follow. And, and, you know, Kristen and I certainly stress obedience. But there are other things that sometimes God imposes on our hearts to do or not do that he doesn't necessarily impose on other people. Let me give you an example. I used to go to this very large church, and it was large enough that it would have two different services. So I think there was like an 8 o'clock service and an 11 service. And these these services were like three hours. And we used to always go to the, the later service, 11 o'clock. And during football season, you would see a lot more people going to the earlier service because they wanted to get the service over with and get home in time to watch the football games. And I remember going to church one time and and someone who was in the car with me said something to the effect of, you know, look at all these people, these hypocrites. They're only going to church early because they want to get home and watch football. But this is supposed to be a holy day. I thought, well, first of all, at least they're going to church, number one. Number two, it's supposed to be a day of rest. And who cares if they're doing it watching football? And number three, so what? I mean, they're going to church early because they want to get home early. You're going to church later because you want to sleep later. What the heck difference does it make? Now, if God has imposed it on your heart that on Sundays he wants you to sit at home and do devotionals all day long or whatever, fine. That's your business. But don't get on someone else's case because they went to church earlier and they want to get home to rest. And this is what, this is the thing they want to do to rest. All right. There's actually a verse about this. Romans 14 uh, Paul talks about this. He says, one man's faith allows him to, to eat everything, but a, another man whose faith is weaker eats only vegetables. The man who eats everything must not look down on those who does not, and the man who does not eat everything must not condemn the one he does because God ha- has accepted him. Then Paul says, who are you to judge someone else's servant? To his own master he stands or falls, and he will stand, for the Lord is able to make him stand. One man considers one day more sacred than the other. Another man considers every day alike. Well, each one should be fully convinced in his own mind. He who regards one day as special does so to the Lord. He who eats meat eats to the Lord, for he gives thanks to God. And he who abstains does so to the Lord and gives thanks to God. For none of us lives to himself alone, and none of us dies to himself alone. So the point is is, is this. Don't get hung up on what someone else is doing. Be, focus really more on what's in your own heart and what God has asked you to do. Kristen and I like watching Joel Osteen, okay? One of the things you'll notice about Joel is a lot of times he'll tease his wife from the pulpit, okay? Now, Kristen and I have a rule that we don't tease each other in our relationship. We don't think it's healthy. Like, I don't know if I should, should I even tell the story? 
You can tell me now. No, do it. I so, don't know what it is. But for I example, trust you. one time, and this is the only time I've done this, one time, Kristen was telling me this story. Now, Kristen's a performer and she goes to these different senior centers, okay, to perform. And, you know, it's, it's fine because, you know, it's, it's great because you have all these people. They, they usually have a nice auditorium and you usually get a pretty good audience there at these senior centers. And she says, well, one day she's performing at the senior center and uh, someone in the audience actually dropped dead. And I said, of what? Boredom? Worst, I remember this. worst joke ever. Oh, yes. That, it happened. I'm glad you uh, forgot you, about it. I don't even know. Actually, it was the second worst joke ever because the second worst joke is about three weeks later, she was looking at me like this and she said, I think you're losing your hair. That was not fun. So, <laughs> so the point is, we decided we're not going to do that to each other. Okay. That, yeah, okay. For, maybe for Joel and Victoria, that works for them. That's their business. Okay. But for Kristen and I, we've decided that it's just better to build each other up. That I'm so proud of this girl and everything she accomplishes. Yeah. We're secure in ourselves. We can joke with each other. We can tease, but you know what? I can also choose not to do that. I can choose instead always just to love her and to build her up. Okay. Joel and Victoria, they do something different. All right. Uh, Joyce Myers and her husband. If you ever listen to Joyce Myers' sermon, she's always talking about how her husband, Dave, Loves to play golf. Can you do a Joyce Myers for us? Well, Dave loves to play golf. And uh, I thought, Dave, listen, I just want to sit and get my nails done on Sundays, you know. Yeah. So here's it. So he plays golf constantly and Joyce does her own thing. And that's good for their relationship. For Kristen and I, we don't like doing anything without the other person. Now, does that mean we're right and they're wrong? Well, I know that this is what God has put on our heart for our relationship. Not to tease each other, always to build ourselves up. Not to really be separate any more than we really have to be, but always to involve the other person in everything they're doing. If you look at my own parents, you know, on Saturdays, a lot of times, my dad will go in one direction and my mom will go in the other. And that works for them. It doesn't work for me. But here's the thing. I'm also not going to cast judgment on them. Just like Paul says, look, for some people, one day is holier than the others, and for for other people, every day is equally holy. As long as we're doing it unto God, don't worry about it, okay? So I'm not going to cast judgment on Joel and Victoria's relationship or Joyce Myers and her husband or my parents. I'm just going to say this is what God has put on my heart. And that's really what you should limit yourself to also. Be very careful when it comes to cast, casting judgment on other people because, first of all, the Bible says, as you judge others, so will you be judged. But secondly, you shouldn't, your focus should never be on someone else. It should always be on God exclusively. The enemy always wants to distract you. Look what that person's doing. That person's not a good Christian. That person should be living like that. All right, don't worry. Let God handle them. Worry about your relationship with God and what he's imposed on you because that's the only standard by which you can achieve success. The Bible says the steps of the righteous person are ordered by the Lord, but not every righteous person has the same steps, okay? So my message for you today is simply this. Yes, there are rules of general application, and if you want to know what they are, they're in the Bible and they're pretty easy to follow, okay? And don't ever let anyone tell you that Kristen and I say that you can be disobedient, you can live a sinful life. It's nothing like that whatsoever. Obedience is key. But what I'm saying is, when it comes to certain details in your life, okay, God sometimes puts something on your heart that's different than what he puts on someone else's heart, and that's okay. The trick is just don't lose focus by focusing on that person. Instead, stay focused on God.
That's my message for you today. I love this message for many, many different reasons. You don't want me to like do a take two that takes out that, those stories? <laughs> no, I okay. don't even remember that at all. Good. However, I do, since you're so good, sweetheart, at affirming me, I do want to affirm and not just, you know, just to make up for that joke, you know, I just want to affirm that this man has the best head of hair that you could ever, ever find anywhere. Thank you. Thank so you. I just want to affirm that. But, um, you know, it, it's so true. And there are certain things, and like you say, there there are reasons for that. There are reasons we want to be together all the time. First of all, we just love being together. But And there are reasons for not teasing each other. It's very important right. in a healthy relationship. But like you say, there's no reason to then, you know, have to criticize someone else. But I think that's the key. I feel like there's such a distinction about people then think, oh, as a body of Christ – it all comes down to if you feel like you, something must be said, it must be in a spirit of love. Yeah. If there's something you, this is the filter you go through. If there's something where somebody in your church, first of all, make sure it's your place, or just step back and pray. Make sure God's telling you to say something. Second of all, if you are to say something, make sure it's something because you love. We're all supposed to be brothers and sisters in Christ. So if you see a brother or sister doing something, that doesn't mean you're just like, oh yeah, and they ask you, you. You can step in if it's in your. It's a that's a dicey situation. If, if it's some, if God has put it on God, your heart to do it, it has but there's a it, difference between that and simply being right. in the flesh. Like, well, I'm better than that person. Exactly. They don't live life the way I live. Exactly. I live if, if if that is a point out of a spirit of love. People mask that and they think, oh, okay, well, but it's also quite a different thing. What we're talking about is a critical spirit and right. a spirit of jealousy. Exactly. Really, those kind of kind of go hand in hand and, you know, you need to make sure it's not just a preference thing versus living in a way that, you know, you want to make sure this person is going to go down God's road and you, you have a spirit right. of love for them. And I see this, you know, my parents were involved in church work for years and um, I re- I remember certain times. I, I mean, you can't really even make this stuff up. I remember um, <laughs> there was one one lady who my mom conducted choir at church, and my mom had a fun uh, Christmas thing going on. And her and her, my mom and my dad were doing a song together, and they made it look like people were ice skating. Just a fun, fun kind of um, service. And then they did, of course, the, the Christmas message. And without getting into too much detail, this woman threw a fit because she said there was – it shouldn't be – just just, just stupid stuff, to be quite candid. Um, meanwhile like – what? It shouldn't be what? Um, this is serious and re- reverential and, uh, you know, I, I, too much of, of secular things to show the, a couple skating in the, in the beginning and, and just picking apart everything and, and bringing a damper on God's joy right. and being – and then – in the meantime, she was also divorcing her husband and making out with another man in a car. So it's like, you know, that you can't really – that's not kind of how God – you know. So my point is, is that you need to make sure that you're not going through the lens of being judgmental and critical spirit. You're going through the lens of loving each other in the body of Christ. But if something needs to be said, that – it's through that lens of love, if something by God's law. And yeah. so that's really important. Right. And so the, the issue is, are you really, are you building that person up or are you just kind of nitpicking? 
And are they really breaking any of God's rules or are they just sort of breaking your rules? Breaking your rules. That's <laughs> yeah. really it. And that's, that's actually, that's a hundred percent actually a perfect summary of what I was trying to say. Are you, are they really breaking God's rules or are they just breaking your rules? That's good. Or, you know, and the rules that God has imposed on your specific life. That is good. And speaking of building people up now, in all seriousness, the reason I was able to tell that joke and not that I would tell it again. Um, I was just giving an example, uh, is that Kristen is the most talented performer. And I'm not just saying that because she's my, she's my fiance. She's easily the most talented performer I've ever seen in my life. Her shows are anything but boring. They're very exciting. She's just, just an extraordinary singer and dancer. And her sister, too. They do an act together. She and her sister, Ashley, both incredibly talented, um, beautiful young women. And there's absolutely – it's it's really a thrill to see. I've seen their show several times, and it, it never gets old. And more than that, I, I'm so – I sit in the audience and I look at you and I'm so proud. I say to myself, there's that girl's, that girl's mine. But I'm even more proud of the ministry that it is that you bring so many people to the Lord. And I was just thinking the other day, actually, you probably remember this. You're doing a Christmas show last year, um, uh, by that golf course, a famous golf course. I can't think of the name of it. And, uh, well, no. it, it was the one, anyway, this kid, this, this younger kid, maybe 17, very awkward kid came up to Kristen and Ashley afterwards and said, you know, I just, I'm so depressed. I have no friends and I can't make any friends or anything like that. And, and Kristen and Ashley spoke with him for a few minutes and afterwards his whole demeanor changed and he was all happy and everything like that. And, and, you know, that makes, I'm, that makes me so proud that you're such a great example and you have such an, an incredible ministry. And I just, I just can't wait to see how God grows it exponentially. Well, thank you so much. And your, your support means everything to me and goes without saying that you are the best fiance any girl could ever hope for with the best hair and the best, uh, businesses and ministries. And God has given you so many. Can you tell that God has gifted him not only with the gift of being, of preaching and all this different anointing of teaching and all a discernment? He has really good on point discernment, but he also just has this great gift of encouragement that oh. and faith that is so important. Thank so. you, baby. Well, I encourage you to lead everybody in prayer. <laughs> Good segue. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for helping us to to really focus on what's important. The spirit we, of the age that we live in right now is distraction more than anything else. So if the enemy can't get us distracted on things that worry us about ourselves or insecurities or just fears, then he'll try to get us distracted looking at someone else and the way they live life. God, it's 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 not easy, but help us to be able to separate. You know, we're human beings. We're in we have flesh, Lord, but we want to live by the Spirit. And so help us, Lord, not to be envious of other people. Of, of especially in this age of social media when things are just people portray life one way and in reality it may be quite different but help us to focus on you and us that relationship and by doing that if there is someone that we're supposed to approach or just pray for or whatever to protect out of a spirit of love lord we, we do want to stand up for your truth and stand up for your laws, but God, may, may it be your laws and not just something that we want to come down with a critical spirit. Lord, help us not to have that critical spirit. Help us not to have that jealousy, Lord, but help us to live 
in your spirit, God, and to lift others up. Help everything we do and everything we say to be something that's going to be actually productive, God, productive spiritually, and not tear others down and not tear down our churches and 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 just people, but help us to bring people together and unify them, God. Lord, we're all works in progress. There's not one of us that is perfect or does everything the right way, but we we rely on you to give us the strength and show us how you want us to proceed. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Before we go into our prayers, first of all, I want to say a very special happy birthday to our friend, Nicole, who yes. just celebrated her birthday yesterday. Also, I want to give a shout out to a friend of hers, Diana, who was over. And uh, uh, I, I wasn't able to, to stop in and say hi to her because I think when she was around, I was basically in my pajamas. So uh, hello, Diana, if you're watching us tonight. Diana was one of my students back when I was a, a college professor. She was my favorite student. Oh, and uh, she was the one who used to, to thwart off those other girls who, who thought that they were going to get with professor or something, which was not going to happen. <laughs> anyway, good to see you guys both. Thank you both for being such a great blessing to us. All right, Kristen, why don't you kick us off with um, – we have 17 prayers. Why don't you just I do – I know. I think it's pretty hilarious when I first started <laughs> dating you and you – you know, that rate – you guys know in, in America, I don't know, they have this in other countries. They have like the rate my professor, like how great is your professor? And I thought he – this one, I thought he wrote these – <laughs> he didn't. But all these girls were like, he's so dreamy. He's the best professor. Even like stuff about the assignments and stuff. I'm like, wow, did this guy like make up his own reviews and put them on there? <laughs> I didn't. No, he didn't. They were real. So yeah. it says a lot. All right, go ahead. So, okay. Well, I want to pray um, for my friend Yvonne's, uh, actually a follower of our, our page. So I, both of our friends, um, mm-hmm. Yvonne's father, who's in the ICU. And I also want to pray for um, a good friend of mine whose daughter has gone through her, I guess it's her sixth heart surgery so far. I mean, this girl is a warrior. When she was born, they didn't think she would make it. And she had heart surgery after her, like different surgeries. And now she's like almost 10 and she just went through another surgery and her parents are amazing. Um, they're, you know, a young couple and, um, she's Peyton is amazing. And, and Peyton has a young, younger sibling too. So, um, and I, I heard praise report that the surgery went well because this girl is a fighter and God has great plans for her. So, Lord, we pray for Yvonne's father. We pray for Yvonne and their entire family and for Yvonne's daughter, who is uh, my friend as well, who's having a baby soon. And thank you for them, Lord. We just pray your protection on them and uh, for Yvonne's father to recover, Lord. We pray for Peyton and her entire family. Lord, thank you for lifting that family up. Time after time, Lord, it's such a testimony to what you can do. And um, just protect them and keep Peyton so healthy. I keep calling her baby Peyton because I've been following her her journey for a long time. But they're precious, precious people to us, God. So thank you um, for that praise report and continue to help her to to be um, healed completely. Uh, Another friend of mine told me that um, her friend Liz's grandfather passed away. So we do pray for her. And her entire family to be comforted and just feel feel your presence, Lord. Um, we also pray for Rash Tire, who says that he and his wife are working with 5,000 pastors um, in India, uh, which is so exciting. Lord, I just pray for revival. Pray for huge, huge revival. And there's so many missionaries over there um, 
God, I just pray for that land. I just feel like it's just going to just be explosive, the the amount of revival that's going on. And certainly with these 5,000 pastors to be equipped for the good work that you have for them, Lord, and to, to follow it through. Um, Charlie says, thank you for your video. It's inspirational. God bless you and your marriage. Please pray for me and my wife. I will do the same for you. Thank you um, for great God's great blessing and protection over us. Lord, thank you for Charlie. Thank you for him praying for us. And Lord, we pray for him and his wife. Lord, bless them. Bless their marriage and bless their entire family and their entire purpose that you have for them, God. Just open the doors for great and mighty things which they do not know. And um, for Steffi, Steffi says, pray for my family, especially my only son and my nation. I'm not. I'm sorry, Steffi, I'm not sure where you're from, but we do pray for your nation. God knows, and that's what's really important. We pray for that. We pray that people in your nation come to know Christ. The Bible says every tongue will say that you you are Lord, Lord. Every knee will bow. What a wonderful thing. Lord, I, I just see this as as the world is just getting, you know, just more chaotic. I just see more revival taking place, more people on their knees. I just see it in my mind, just like people just like domino effect of falling on their knees before the Lord. And what a beautiful picture. Pray for Steffi and her son and for mercy. Great. Another great um, name. Pray, pray for a good job for mercy. Lord, we pray that Lord, you are the provider. You provide all of our needs. Lord, we pray for a great job for mercy and for, for that to be um, in your great timing in Jesus name. Amen. Oh, you already moved it. Okay. Yeah. Christina um, asked for us to pray for a financial situation. Surav says uh, his mother's in the hospital. Mohan asked that we pray for his family. So does Ski Roba. And Highland says, uh, pray for my friend Nadia Martinez and Tiffany Foster. Keep them in your prayers. And Victor says, please pray for my spiritual life. Well, God, we thank you for Christina, Swarov, Mohan, Ski Rova, Highland. Nadia Martinez, Tiffany Foster, Victor, and all of their family members. God, we lift all these people up to you. We pray that you meet all of their financial needs, even though only one person actually prayed for it. We pray that you amplify all of their spiritual lives. We pray that you deliver health and healing to all of them and all of their family members. God, we pray that you meet all of their needs, because you're not a God of this and not that. You're a God who is more than enough in all things, our provider financially, our healer as far as our medical conditions, okay? And you're also the person that builds up our relationships. So God, we thank you for all of these people and we pray they come to know you and they come closer to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And now for Nayak, we pray, he says, pray for India. Again, we'll pray again for India. Lord, thank you for that nation and we pray for your complete revival. Masood says, pray. Lord, we just pray for Masood. We don't know what he's going through, but you know, God, and you want to help him. So God, just, just come in to his situation, Lord, and just make yourself known. Lord, you can in an instant make things, just make miracles happen. For our friend David, who is homeless right now, but is happy to be working um, with through his CDL license, um, being able to keep a, a, a job uh, but he also has um, an ex-wife and kids that are going through some some real trouble as well. Um, and 
so we just pray, Lord, for David. We lift him up to you, God. I pray that you would give him a home. We have had the, the, those praise report on this show of people getting homes, and I know that you have that for David, Lord. We prefer his kids to come to know you and to just just experience you and his ex-wife, to experience you, Lord, and just truly know you um, and, and be changed by you. And for David's entire life, Lord, for the debt, for everything, God, you, you have paid our debt. So, Lord, go and intercede on David's behalf. He loves you, Lord. We're asking that for that, Lord. Shari says, pray for my family. I'm worried about my marriage. Um, black magic. Um, so his wife is involved in black magic. So, Lord, we just break this spiritual stronghold. In Jesus' name, we pray this woman comes to Christ. And we pray if there's ever been a seed of um, anything about you, Lord, that that would come to mind and that that would, that you would go to, your angels would go to war for her soul, God. And we just, we just pray that you would just come in and, and just, just break every chain, Lord. I, I just pray for this woman's soul right now in the name of Jesus. We pray that everything that is binding her would be broken and she would be healed of this, God. Nothing is too hard for you, God. This is, you, you crush Satan under your feet. So you will crush this God in Jesus name. And we pray for Adele, um, who's from Egypt and, um, uh, says many, many poor in his village. And Jesus create a revival in Egypt as well. Create a revival in Adele's life and all of his village in Jesus name. Come in and just make your, your face known to them in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Great job. He closes out with the call of salvation. My Absolutely. So if you've never accepted Jesus, we would love for you to do that. This is your perfect opportunity. Just follow after me. Dear Jesus, I admit that I have sinned. I ask you to come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. I make you my Lord and Savior, and I will follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer, congratulations. Just send us a message, or you can also comment on the video. We want to know about it. Absolutely. All right, guys. Well, listen, I hope we helped you get off to a, a good start to your week. And uh, we'll see you again on Wednesday at 7.30 Eastern Standard Time. As always, be blessed and be a blessing. Thank you for joining us. Don't forget to follow Jordan and Kristen Ministries on Facebook, YouTube, and iTunes. And remember to tune in next week and every week on Tuesdays at 845 on WMCA The Mission, AM 570 and FM 102.3. Amazing grace.